Hi everybody, this is Lorelei, um, aka Ugly Tortilla, and you're listening to Disney Channel. <laughs> no kidding, you're listening to Trees and PhDs, um, a lo-fi podcast made by me, sometimes with friends, but um, lately it's just been me alone uh, recording on my voice memos app. But anyways, all jokes aside... Today on the agenda is Racial Ecologies, which is the book that we're going to be reading, and so I'll talk a bit about the book that I picked and how this um, podcast book club thing is going to happen. I'd originally planned an episode and recorded it with my good friend Monica about tiny living. Um because she lives on a boat in San Diego so we thought it'd be really cool to kind of like cover her living space especially like in um like with shelter in place going on and how you quarantine with somebody and you know she has a dog so we were kind of going over logistics and stuff but in like in light of George Floyd's murder and Rayshard Brooks and Breonna Taylor's and so many others we figured that it probably wouldn't be the most sensitive thing to release that right now because it's so small in comparison to everything that's going on and like we just kind of want to give space to have conversations about race and anti-racism efforts and like yeah just frankly the world didn't need that episode right now. So um I guess before I jump into explaining how this is all going to work, I just want to give a little, like, I don't know, disclaimer or say a little something in that, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm not really qualified to be a leader on racial discussions because I myself have a lot of growing to do, um... And I don't, like, mean to take up space for people that are, like, leading more important conversations right now. I just was going to read this book anyways, and I, you know, committed to making a podcast, and I'm not, I'm sure as heck, sure as heck, not gonna, you know, post about anything anything fun for a while. So I figured I would just, you know, combine the two, read this book, learn about it, um blab about it and pull in some of my friends to do it with me which by the way shout out to you if you're listening right now if you've made it to episode three I love you um and I guess like special and specific shout out to the people who I know will be listening to this because they've told me that they're like getting the book or interested in getting it or just, you know, cheering me on virtually as I endlessly apologize for having episodes late. Um, but yeah, thank you, Denise and Cheyenne and Andrea and Stephanie and Brooke and Brooke, your friend, who might also join this book club. And of course, Nina and Allegra. And yeah, everyone who's been who's been kind on this journey. Having friends that support you and all of your projects um, is the best and really important and meaningful and just lovely. So, let's jump into book clubs. 
first off, let's talk about the good things and the bad things about book clubs because there's a lot of talk about both right now. Um, I guess, you know, the pros, uh, the positive sides to having a book club is education. Education is key and power and it's always great to learn and also doing it in a club setting as detached as a podcast may make it um just kind of keeps you accountable to reading and i don't know absorbing new information gives you some more brains to bounce ideas right off of um yeah you kind of just like form a community and we all learn together uh, some nays, some of like the negative or like downsides of book clubs is that, you know, depending on what you do outside of the book club, it may lead you to feel a like false sense of like activism or contribution to a cause. Um, yeah, basically, like, I've read that, you know, sometimes while reading is really important and doing a lot of learning and, like, inside, you know, inside your mind, inside your body, inside your self-work, uh, even though that's really important, you must also follow up with, like, actual meaningful actions that impact people. Um, so, yeah, like, do some of both. Read this book with us and then, you know, sign some petitions or call your representatives um, to, you know, take some more action. And then another thing that is such a valid and overlooked point about book clubs is that you kind of, like, create a small group that tends to, like, exclude people. And maybe it's, like, only in the um, very, like, narrow, um, I don't know, like, very narrow scope of certain book clubs. Um, basically, there's this um, Twitter, like, ugh, I'm pretty active on academic Twitter, and there's this girl I follow, and she said, like, hey, I don't, you know, like, I don't want to join any of your guys's book clubs, because it's just, like, a bunch of white women reading about slavery, and, like, you know, my ancestors have already been through that shit. Like, I live through all these microaggressions every single day. I don't need to sit down and learn with you guys. And, like, that's totally fair. It's such a good point. Um, and it, I don't know, I, I feel like this is kind of a coincidence. Like, I definitely would have taken this point into account if I were choosing a book now. But it just so happens that this book that I have focuses on a lot of different groups. So it's not like we're talking about... Um, only slavery, which, you know, there's already a lot of great resources and podcasts and books out there to talk about. Um, this book is more, mm, maybe like diverse in the groups that it talks about. And the main claim is that, um, racism cannot be separated from environmentalism because, often it is like the burden of environmental degradation and pollution and harm um health disparities fall on people of color and black people and so it talks about a lot of different groups so i feel that anybody reading this book can gain something i don't think that 
you know, one would know everything that is in this book unless, unless you read this for a class, of course. So let's talk a little bit about the structure of this book club. Um, I know that I've like posted on Instagram a little bit about, hey, have you gotten the book? This is the book we're reading. Go out and get it. Uh, you know, new episode coming out. Um, as of this episode, it is not assumed or expected that you have read anything more than maybe the back of this book or the description before you bought it. Um, yeah, so the structure that I'm thinking about uh, for this is to read one chapter each week and then I will release an episode every two weeks covering the two chapters um, that like we will have read and um, yeah I, I feel like that may be a doable pace it is a dense book so like I went ahead and read some of it it's it's very rich of information and honestly the references are really good so you know, take that as supplementary reading. I feel like there's no sentence in this book that just, like, is just talking at you conversationally. Like, no, it's, you know, each sentence packs a punch, and you really have to, like, take it in and digest it, uh, think about it, maybe even dip into the, into the notes, um, that they read. I think, I don't know. It's all great. So, um, Anyways, yeah, all that I have read is, like, up to chapter one, but I won't be talking about it here. Um, yeah, every two weeks, one chapter a week, so each episode will cover, you know, two chapters that we talk about. As far as, like, conversation and, like, discussion about the, about the chapter, um, Let's be creative and just, you know, email me. If you're listening to this podcast and you're joining the book club by purchasing the book yourself or you're just using us as like a Sparknotes version, you know, that's great. Join the conversation. Um, let me check. What's my email? I haven't used it in a while. Yeah, so email me at treesandphds at gmail.com. That's every word spelled out all together, trees and phds at gmail.com. Um, email me just like something that you thought of while you read the while you read the chapter, or like a question you have, something you got stuck on, um, something that you really liked, or a correction that you have for me if something I said was like insensitive or you know ignorant in any way definitely open to feedback um yeah email email with whatever and then let me know if like you can if I can share this like with your name or like read it out or you know share it as anonymous um all those things I know that personally the things that I'll be talking about like or reflecting on mm, I don't know publicly on air or whatever like you know, things I knew, things that I didn't, things that challenged my beliefs or current paradigm. And then, like I said, info from the references because some of these are look really good. And yeah, hopefully I'll also like bring up comments from you. So email me something that made you think. Obviously also Instagram too. Like if you're reading it, tag me or comment on a story or comment on one of the posts saying you know, what you thought about the book so far. I think that what I'll be doing is 
um, start doing stories of little sections that I read that I think are interesting or that I like. Um, so yeah, you can you can find us on Instagram at treesnphds. Um, that's my handle. And yeah, so like any way to get in touch with me to kind of like let me know your thoughts so that it doesn't, I mean, no matter what happens, it will always feel like I'm just talking into the void, but that is podcasting as I'm learning, like unless I have somebody physically with me. So whatever, we're going to roll with it. Um, and then finally, I guess we're going to be talking a little bit more about this book specifically. Um, why I chose this one, I forgot what brought this on my radar, but I bought it last year and finally took it off the shelf. I figured, you know, it is time that I read this. And so I read the foreword and based on what I read, um, well, I guess, okay, let me read you one sentence that I thought was very, like, good in summarizing what the book, you know, is and isn't about. Uh, from the foreword, it's, like, page 11, I think. It says, The contributors to racial ecologies persuasively demonstrate that environmental concerns are in intertwined with differences of race, indigeneity, class, gender, and nation. Um, so again, to the point that environmentalism can't be separated from all of these other identities or all of these other struggles um, is really a central theme to this. So it'll be like exploring those links uh, through various examples and case studies, which I think is, um, yeah, which I think is super necessary and I'm really excited to learn about. Um, and after reading this whole forward, something that I think that I appreciate about this book is that not only does it talk about, like, or will it talk about, you know, struggles that people of color face when it comes to environmental rights and environmental protections and environmental health, I think, like, or something that I thought about while I was reading this is that it definitely, um, it kind of like makes you pay attention to the fact or makes you like reflect on like who are the environmentalists and it turns out that like the people that are facing the most environmental oppressions or like the violations are by necessity the people on the forefront fighting for environmental protections and it's like those are the true environmentalists and like they don't do it because they wear chacos like they do it because you know, they're going to die or like their families are getting sick because the air is really bad. Like they're doing it because they have to. And um, yeah, it makes me think of like, what is the like true face of environmentalism and what is like the public face of environmentalism? And somebody sent me an article about, um, it was like, it was an article on Stanford News, so the Stanford Daily, uh, an opinion piece saying, uh, calling attention to the hashtag Stanford Earth so white. And it has like this meme of the Stanford Earth Systems starter pack. And the whole article is just talking about how the Stanford Earth Systems like major is made up of like almost all white people. 
of a very specific stereotype of having like a Nalgene bottle full of a bunch of stickers and like wearing Patagonia and REI stuff and like, you know, North Face, the Chacos, hanging out in like this one building or whatever. And also how the people that probably got into those programs had essays about going fishing with their dad or how much they love the environment because they've been privileged enough to be able to enjoy it and be able to participate in outdoor activities and that's just not accessible to all communities um so I guess like I will link this article to the episode notes on our website and secondly um talking about like access to the outdoors and like who gets to you know represent who gets to like be in nature be the face of nature represent nature um if you're looking for a good person to follow on instagram um her handle is nature chola she is like an outdoor activist person um who's really active and has publicly talked about brand sponsorships and how brand sponsorships mainly only go to white people and like she's gone to like outdoor brand events where she's tried to speak up against um I don't know the very like sexist and racist culture of brand sponsorships and then she's like stopped getting invited or stopped getting sponsorship deals from certain brands um so yeah like little things to do besides like read this book is like this one article and this girl that I follow on Instagram that you know I learn from all the time yeah so um let's see we went over the book the book club nature chola this article that you know the the forward of this book made me think of um Okay, so I want to talk about the gnarly poop story section of this podcast. As I am observing social distancing and the next few episodes, unless you all who are reading books are really eager to like record with me and I'm super open to that, um, most of these episodes are just going to be me talking at GarageBand and I can share some poop stories, but I also want to share other people's poop stories So why don't you email me some or DM me some on Instagram and let me know whether to share a first name or an initial or just anonymously because, you know, I want to make, I want to keep this as a signature of the podcast and, you know, I need you. I really need you to come through with your gnarly poop stories. Since I don't have somebody else's prepared for today, I have Monica's that she shared with me, but... Um, I'm going to save that one for the episode we recorded together, so I'm not going to use that one right now. I have a gnarly pee story. It's like a COVID-related pee story, um, and it's really embarrassing because it happened, yeah, it's since it's COVID-related, it literally happened like a couple months ago, um, where like... During shelter-in-place, I still had to leave my house two days a week to drive to, like, different wastewater treatment plants and get samples for this lab on campus, and I drove, you know, to... I'm trying to keep this anonymous because I'm not really supposed to say where the plants are, but, you know, I drove to, like, 
Berkeley area for some samples and I'm coming from, you know, South Bay on the peninsula side, Redwood Cities, you know, where Stanford is and everything. And I guess, like, I didn't, I don't really notice how much I subconsciously, like, have to pee and don't pay attention to that. So I'm, like, driving around Berkeley and I really have to pee. And I, I have one of my friends who, who lives there, but she has these housemates. And she, like, recently moved in with these housemates who, um, you know, thank goodness, because they make up for a lot of people who are the total opposite, but they're very, very strict on the social distancing rules. And I was in Berkeley, and I had to pee really bad, and I texted her and asked her if I could use her restroom, and she said, no, my my housemates won't let you in, but, you know, there's a grocery store right around the corner, go to Berkeley Bowl, and the line is, like, around the corner and down the block, so I was not going to line up there, but then on like another corner, there is a CVS. So I like, I park and I run into CVS and their bathrooms are closed. So like I had already had it in my head that like, oh my God, I have to pee so bad. But you know what? I'm in the area. Like my friend's going to pull through. I'm just going to be able to pee in her bathroom. Couldn't do that. Couldn't go to the grocery store. Couldn't go to CVS. And I like literally peed my pants a little bit maybe more than a little bit because like once you start peeing it's really hard to stop and luckily I had a towel in my car because when things you know make it into my car they never make it out I hardly ever empty it so I like sat on my towel and then I I drove straight home and changed and cleaned myself and all those things um, and then I went to go drop off the samples in the lab so yeah, don't wait till the last minute to pee. Pee early, pee often, and don't do what I did. So, um, yeah, share with me some gnarly poop stories so that I can share, you know, yours instead of my own. And uh, let me look at the calendar right now. So right now it's it's literally like Tuesday right now, but um, we're gonna be doing episodes every two weeks so the next episode will be like okay one week two weeks on a monday because mondays are the best days i love starting over you start the week and you just feel strong and you're like you know what i got this so monday july 6th is going to be the next episode and by then we will have read together chapters one and two and yeah Email me at treesandphds at gmail.com. That is, you know, each word fully spelled out altogether at gmail.com. Um, our website, our, I don't know who the collective our is. Ours is both you and me. Um, my website is treesnphds.com. So only an N, not the full word and, because uh, I couldn't get it. Uh, and then my Instagram is the same thing, treesnphds. So you can find me there. You can read the, um, like, I don't know, the additional things that I post on the website. Email me stuff. And yeah, that's all I have for today. Music is by Jose Calderon. I, I bothered him like forever to make me a tune so that I wouldn't have to do it. And the artwork is by Palomino Design. Um, yeah, they're, they're super great. Lovely people to work with. Awesome art. 
their Instagram is, let me find it right now. Eh, eh, switching accounts. Sorry, searching. Um, yeah, palomino.design on Instagram. Yeah, so thanks everybody, and I'll see you on Monday, July 6th. Ugly Tortilla out. Thank you.